Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Geriatric Goddess Podcast. Today is Sunday, October 16th, 2022, and I am your host, Christina McConnell. Many of you know that I'm finishing up grad school right now in health administration, and the one thing that I really love about being in school is that I have access to our amazing online library. So today's podcast episode comes from one of those articles on elderly well-being by Vandana from India, written in 2021. And the reason I found this really important is I'm always talking to you guys about going back to the basics and the things that are important in caring for seniors. Many of you know that I believe in taking a holistic approach to healthcare for seniors. And so this article is going to help us go back to some basic definitions and understand what well-being entails for your loved one. So an elderly person is defined as a person who's over 60 years of age and those over 75 years old is late elderly well-being as being related both to health and quality of life. Well-being has to do with how people make sense of their lives. This is going to refer to satisfaction, lack of depression, anxiety, and positive moods and emotions. Good living conditions are fundamental to well-being. Today, changing uh, family structure has caused increased problems of old age people and disturbance in their well-being. So there used to be a lot of countries had the model of you know, there was a stay-at-home mom. The grandparents uh, grew up in the the house, and the family took care of them until they died. And you know, they helped with the the grandchildren. And family the the family was a different uh, different model back then than it is today, especially in the United States. Uh, some countries still have that model. So with the emerging uh, prevalence of nuclear families in recent years, the old rich family members are exposed to psychological, physical, and financial insecurity. An elderly person is, uh, oops, I'm going to be repeating myself. I apologize. This is going over the age again there. The, the concept of well-being is widely used, therefore, is no commonly agreed definition on what it is. So moreover, the term well-being, quality of life, happiness, and life satisfaction are often going to be used interchangeably according to the World Health Organization. They describe well-being as a resource for healthy living and a positive state of health that is more than the absence of an illness, which enables us to function well. So this is going to include psychological, physical, emotional, and social. We kind of went over this a, a few months ago in one of our podcasts on senior needs. In other words, well-being is being described as enabling people to develop their potential, work productively and creatively, form positive relationships with others, and meaningfully contribute to their community. Well-being includes that physical well-being, economic well-being, social well-being, emotional well-being, and psychological well-being. This is important because if we want to take a holistic approach to health care or meet our seniors' needs, we need to know what does it mean for our elderly to have well-being. It's tossed around a lot. It's interchanged with a lot of words as mentioned earlier. So physical well-being is defined as performing physical activity, and this includes all daily activities like carrying out household chores, traveling, activities during work, and recreational pursuits. Economic well-being is defined as income and wealth are commonly used indicators of economic well-being or one's ability to command material goods and services in relations to its needs. Basically, higher levels of income are associated with higher levels of well-being. Uh, some studies even suggest that income is an old 
in old age is the result of a lifelong series of event and decisions made earlier in life that unequal opportunity and access to education, employment, and so on impact their economic status later in life. Social well-being means individual's satisfaction with one's own social status, welfare, living standard, and quality of life. Social well-being reflects an individual's general satisfaction with the environment activities that he or she is involved in and possesses. Emotional well-being may remain stable and intact in old age, and that despite having social losses, loneliness, declining physical and mental functioning, and cognitive impairments, Elderly people have higher emotional well-being. One cross-sectional study found upturns in negative effects after age 65. Psychological well-being refers to a subjective concept which commonly describes the mental state of an individual. Uh, one study showed that psychological well-being refers to the extent of which people feel they have meaningful control in their life and their activities. Often as you age, we, uh, the psychological well-being is going to decrease with the increase in age. So problems that are faced by elderly in these categories. Social problems. The elderly individuals are not usually aware of usage of technology. They may just speak on the phone, watch television, or listen to music and religious beliefs on the radio or on their mobile phones. Unaware of the usage of technology, elderly may encounter problems in communicating with people uh, at a distance, such as by sending pe uh, messages, pictures, videos. It, there's a lot of people that still do not use the smartphones. Uh, unawareness in terms of technology is just one factor that impedes on socialization of the aged people. They may experience problems in adjusting to social life of the cities. They usually feel apprehensive to go to a nearby marketplace and obtain assistance from their family members. Social issues such as living arrangements or type of daily activities influence elder person's risk and experience of illness. Um, there's, you know, this can tie into, uh, the, the loneliness episode we did a couple weeks ago. They might not have family or friends around to be dependent on or caregivers. And so all that's going to go into some of the social problems. They're afraid of being a burden on the family. Economic problems, the elderly people who, uh, this is this is elderly people who belonging are is deprived, marginalized, and socioeconomically backward sections of the society experience economic problems. Elderly people are engaged in minority jobs. Their income is merged is not enough to meet their needs and requirements and experience economic problems. In India, more than 65% of the aged people are dependent upon their daily life activities and responsibilities. The aged women who are independent accounted for less than 20%, whereas men were independent to a major extent. I do not have the same study for the United States, but I, from what I've seen, that's probably a very, a very similar um, census would be taken. So psychological problems, this is going to be loneliness, isolation, powerlessness, meaninglessness. With caring family members, the elderly people may not feel contented and pleased, but remain free from all kinds of problems to a major extent. They take pleasure when their grandchildren communicate to them regarding school, planning visits with family, etc. But it's is challenging is the type of care changes. So especially in rural areas, uh, 
loneliness and social isolation are, are more uh, prevalent. Health problems with aging people experience health problems. Uh, one study reveals that increasing age prevalence of physical health problems also increases. So this is difficulty in walking, hearing, verbal communication. Some have visual problems followed by a speech disorder and hearing impairment. And I will post a link to this article so you guys can see all the percentages and statistics broke out with the health problems. But when you have those health problems, if you can't hear and see, that might affect you socially. And so it's not just the physical changes. It might be that that might impact your other psychological changes and state of being. And so when we say well-being, we want to take that holistic approach. We don't want to just look at the physical health. We don't want to just look at the mental health. And sometimes one might be affecting another. You know, they might feel lonely if they can't hear and they don't have hearing aids. So when environmental conditions are taken in consideration, both home as well as outside the home, influence their health. Within the home, when any kinds of conflict and disputes take place between individuals, then aged people in some cases feel stressful and they have an effect upon their health. And these conditions are going to affect the mindset in those individuals. And as a result, they might not consume the proper diet and nutrition. They might not obtain adequate sleep as a result. They might experience a decline in their health conditions. Some people in the cities that are seniors, crime and fear come into place as a concern for aged people. The influence of crime is severe among them. For this reason, they're old, frail, not able to defend themselves. The limited budgets that are possessed by aged people, and they often live in the uh, lower income neighborhoods. Um, and sometimes they're subjected to crime and violence. When they live alone and don't have the means of support, then they feel fearful and they would that they would be harmed by other individuals. And so that's something I know like out in the country where I live is less of a concern, but in the cities, the the safety and the crime rate of the area can be a concern for those that are elderly. And that's going to put on stress and cause other issues too. I'm going to scroll down here and skip some of this. It's more on the statistics of crime and I'm going to post that in so caring for elderly in the United States, India, and other countries, there's main things that are usually done. Uh, making preparations for medical care, managing the finances, organizing medication, providing health and uh, healthy and safe surroundings, arranging for adequate social interaction. This one's probably underdone here in the United States. Making provision for care when away from home, address safety concerns for aging in place, keep elderly active and engaged, keep them involved in the decisions as much as possible because remember we want to promote independence and we want to preserve dignity. Install safety features in the home. You can go back, listen to my episode on uh, home safety, encourage them to socialize, offer to help with chores and errands. And I think at the end of the day, it's just important that we look at our seniors as individuals and treat them that way. We can't lump sum it. You know, there's so much more to care than three meals a day and putting a roof over their head. Yeah, that is a a need and it is a start, but we can do so much more and we really need to customize that care so that we are, that we're meeting all of their needs. And we want to 
make sure that we have that physical, economic, social, emotional, and psychological well-being because there's so much to it. And so I hope going back to the basics with some of those definitions was a little helpful. I did skip around the article some, so there's the the scatteredness on my end. But uh, the, the conclusion is that old age is an irreversible biological process. And the problem of old age has been considered as a main social problem all over the world. In old age phase, people are required to face many socioeconomic and health problems, which they're not able to solve and have to suffer and thus becoming problematic issues in society. All these problems affect the elderly well-being. It is concluded that existence of the nuclear family system and the impact of economic and social transformation have focused on the peculiar problems with old age people are facing nowadays and the duties and obligations of the younger generations towards the old age is being eroded. And old age is a word, uh, verbiage from the article, not from me. I know we, we have different verbiage for United States. This was from an article written in India. So this is part of the reason why I believe in taking that holistic approach to caring for elderly. And I hope that you guys received some benefit to just going back to the basics on well-being, meeting the needs, and what it needs to look like. What does it mean for you? What does it mean for your loved one? And let's take this holistic approach to care. So I hope that everyone has a happy, healthy, and fulfilled day. I am your host, Christina McConnell, your geriatric goddess.